Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. <laughs> Just run the route. Finish it. That's, what, that's, why, that's why I love watching Darren Waller. Darren Waller never puts his hand up. He just runs the route. If he gets yeah, messages, right, he just runs back to the huddle. You know what I mean? That's why everybody tries to act like he's a bad teammate, like he's sitting out because he doesn't like car. Like he's the only one who doesn't like get stupid. <laughs> he just runs back to the huddle. You know what I mean? Doesn't throw a fit. Okay. And the next time, because he knows the next time it's gonna be right to him. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. He knows. Right, but I mean, you, to be a tight end versus being a wide receiver, it takes a different mentality. It takes a different attitude. You know, so. Uh, here, I'm about, to, I'm about to hit the intro. I'm about to hit the intro. Uh, you are now listening to TDL on silverandblackpride.com. This play used to be run with 100 rugs, and we got Darren Waller on the choice route, Hunter Ripper on the shallow. But I want you guys to watch Tyron Matthew here, okay? Guys, you see the ball is out here. He's breaking on the ball. Mm, I think if he got a little closer... Everybody, we are back. It is Take Don't Lie. It is your favorite Raiders podcast, favorite Raiders channel, favorite Raiders everything. We are back. You guys already know what to do. Hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. My hair all stuck up here. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Go ahead. Hit the like button if you like it. Right? Hit the like button if you like it. Go ahead. Hit the like button if you dislike it. Subscribe. Leave a comment if you don't like it. Leave a comment if you do like it. Right, guys? So uh, make sure you guys do that. Make sure you guys manscaped.com too as well. You know, you're probably going to see an ad later on, manscaped.com. Discount code TDL. Make sure you guys support us that way. Also, you can support us with the shirts. I, I got, I'm got. i rocking it right now. Take Don't Lie, the sweater. See it? That's it's nice. It's nice. I'm going to be representing. You washed it? You washed it? Yeah, I washed it too. This is washed. Okay. Yes, okay, there you go. So, so it's, it's all right. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, right. I, I, I don't represent the senior bowl. You know what I'm saying? I, I got my senior bowl ticket. So, you know, we're going to we have some live draft. Me and Matt Holder are going to be there. So okay. check that out. Me and Matt Holder are going to be uh, breaking down the senior bowl. Probably, we we'll probably do some live podcasts, get some interviews, hopefully get some some good stuff uh, Bro, for you that's guys. Gonna be, that's going to be huge for the channel. That's going to be yeah. crack. Yeah, yeah. Because, because yeah, we're, we're going to get access. That's to legit. We'll be yeah. in the field. Uh, you know, me and Matt have already been there because what happens is when you go to the Senior Bowl is is the starstruck part of it the first time. Because the first time, like the first time I went, I had Mike Mayock on my plane. I was like, oh, my God, it's Mike Mayock. This is back before he was the Raiders guy. But, uh, yeah. um, but you know what I'm saying, like you, you see Mike Mayock uh, next to you and then you see David Shaw sitting there and they're talking to each other. And then, you know, that Pat Shermer on the way back home. So it, it's, it's just that starstruck part of it. But once you get to the next time, it's like, yeah, whatever. Right. Let's just get this media. Yeah, stuff let's watch. Done. Let's watch the drills. Let's watch the one on ones here. Yeah, okay? let's watch the one on ones. Let's get the interviews done. Let's let's right. have some prepared. You know, be you know, just, I just gotta get ready for those players pretty soon here. So, but uh, yeah. So hold on now. Don't tell me that you're punting the season and you're getting ready for the uh, for the draft. Oh no, here. no, 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 not fully. We, we got some content. Season. We got some not, content right here for the people. Correct. Yeah, I'm not fully. I'm not fully punting the season, but 
I'm just telling you what we're gonna do because you know me and Matt, we already got it. We are we're booked. We're ready to go. So we're ready. Right Let's go. <laughs> we're, we're going. So be basically. excited. Be excited <laughs> yeah. for that Raider Nation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you Good know, so uh, let's let's jump into this. Okay? okay, we're previewing the game. I feel like it warrants a little bit of a discussion about you know just uh, the ramifications, just all the COVID stuff happening, yeah. and ha- what effect that has on this game, right? Uh, so I think we should talk about that. That's probably more um, pressing of an issue than like the tape study. I'm gonna. I have a whole bunch of guys on my tape, right? That aren't even playing in this game because they have COVID. Oh, we don't you know. know. So, I mean, they, they got till two o'clock tomorrow. So that's the crazy right, part. Right. So, so who knows exactly? Who knows who's gonna play? You know, because uh, that's what I did. I mean, I I still broke down this game like these guys are normal. That was my plan. I'm breaking down this game like these guys are normal, right? Because we don't know who's gonna play. Um, I mean, because a lot of these guys are vaccinated, so it's a 24-hour test, and all they have to do is, like, what, test positive three times or something like that. Um, I, I don't know those rules, but uh, off the top of my head. But I don't know. We don't know who's going to play. But, you know, to me, you know, breaking down this offense, I don't think it's going to be that much different no matter who the quarterback is. So, I, I mean, so I, I'm, I'm more kind of – I did a little bit like a play breakdowns a little bit more than actual, you know – quarterback breakdowns even though I did break down Baker Mayfield a little bit because I still think I still have a feeling he's gonna play for some reason I feel like he's gonna get cleared and I feel like he's gonna try to play because he's gonna he, I I with the time, I mean he's playing with a torn shoulder he's not gonna let COVID stop him from playing so I'm sure he's trying to fight that trying to take a test he's doing everything he can to get right. ready for this game so I I, I would I'll be surprised if they gave him the, them more time that Baker Mayfield's not gonna play because he's a He's a tough dude. He's a that's one thing. You, Baker you Mayfield's gonna play because he was one of the first people out on the list, right? Yeah, he was one of the first people out. So that's so that's what I'm saying. He's got so the I, best chance of clearing for sure. Yeah. Um, so all right, so that jumps into kind of I see a lot of fans upset about the game being postponed. Yeah, they, they're saying that it's shafting the Raiders. So if you're telling me that Baker Mayfield's going to get cleared, then yes, that does shaft the Raiders. Or yeah, shaft, oh, right? oh, 100% is shafting the Raiders. This is definitely, it's 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 entertainment. I mean, this is this is the NFL is, you want the quarterbacks to play. I mean, that and that, yep. and I always come back to this, you know, we all, sent, everybody centers the quarterback so much, right? We all overrate the quarterback. We put the losses on the quarterback. There's so much loss on the quarterback, right? Oh my God, the quarterback's terrible. The quarterback wins. Oh my God, he's so great. Right. I always talk about Lamar Jackson when they lost to uh, they beat the Browns 16 to 10. I think I think it was the Browns on uh, national TV or whatever. And he threw four interceptions and he got interviewed after the game. And I was like, why are they interviewing him? And and that's what's happened. So we center the quarterback so much. It, if Baker Mayfield was playing, this game would still be on Saturday but since Baker Mayfield isn't playing. Right. Because because let's be keep it real. If Derek Carr wasn't playing, they would still do it. I don't know. Maybe maybe Marcus Mariota. I don't know. But. On the flip side, on the flip side of that, okay, with the quarterbacks in the room going down, was first it was uh, Baker Mayfield who was out, Case Keenum. It was like, okay, Case Keenum is actually not terrible. It might not be much of a drop off, okay. And Mm -hmm. I think that we've seen Case Keenum play solid this year. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so it's not to the AFC Championship in that system. It's NFC. The chances of it being competitive, okay. There's still a chance that is competitive. It's an unknown, and especially when you're a team having to deal with quarterback change, that sucks. Like that's the, the toughest thing. Even if they're both pocket passers, they're going to take different windows. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be yeah. bothered by different things. So it's not like oh, you can say oh, 
a pocket passer is like preparing for the next pocket passer. No. So um, a quarterback change is, is tough for a defense. Okay. And then it goes down now case Keenum's out and I, I forget. Oh, it was um, Nick Mullins that was supposed to be in. I just think that the, the NFL has seen in what happened last year with the Denver Broncos when they were down to like their fourth string quarterback or whatever. Obviously it wasn't an actual NFL quarterback. It was a, uh, wide receiver who played quarterback in college that they threw in there and the game was not competitive. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think that for the NFL, it's about making the game competitive. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I completely agree with the fans who are upset because yes, the Raiders did get shafted on this one for sure. They're giving the other team time to rest up to get, it's not like the Raiders are dealing with this. The Raiders are no. good. So uh, they're giving the other team time to rest up, heal up and then shortening the, Ra- the Raiders subsequent next week's schedule. So it is shafting the Raiders for sure. It just adds to the difficulty level. I think that there should be enough players out though, that the Raiders hopefully are able to take advantage also of the Browns having to probably quarantine and not be able to like be in person and just having to like do zoom calls leading up to this. Hopefully mm-hmm. the Raiders can take advantage and, and pull the, out the victory. I still want to see the Raiders win, even if we're talking about draft status at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I, it's, I think with this game, it's going to be interesting how they come out. I mean, I, I hopefully, I mean, I feel like they kind of, sparked a little beef here, you know, with that little Compton tweet anyways. So um, <laughs> I don't think the, the Browns are going to are no matter who's playing, I, I, you know, there's a little pride on the line with that, uh, that tweet that will Compton put out there. There's some serious pride there in my opinion, because uh, I mean, he basically kind of called them out. No matter how you look at it. I mean, <laughs> it's an anytime, anywhere, the Browns, except the Browns, right? That's, I mean, that's kind of, Right. No, that's kind of, you know, you're, you're calling a team out. I mean, Miles Garrett does not have COVID. That's all I know. <laughs> that's all I've been thinking about all week is that Miles Garrett Ooh, does not yeah. have COVID. I wish I could save comments from the last one. Someone was like, um, if this is what the offensive line looks like against Frank Clark, Miles Garrett is going to tear Derek Garzetta. Something like that. I'm verified. Yeah. Right? I, I so, mean, Clowney's yeah. out. Clowney's but, out. But Jesse Garrett... went out. So the chances of him passing, yeah. But Garrett is the best defensive end in football, okay? Yeah. Oh, well, I, uh, bar none. T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt is a rush linebacker. Uh, T.J. Watt's the best rush linebacker in football, okay? But, um, <laughs> but like, as far as, like, an even front defensive end okay. Um, okay, who can play, you know, at 270 pounds, you know, and really mix it up as, as far as being a defensive lineman. Right. That's yeah. Miles Garrett uh, at the defensive end spot. He's the best in football. Um, he's a freak athlete. Right. And it's scary watching him because it's not always like, oh, this is incredible talent. It's like that's scary what's happening on the, on the field. Right. So, I mean, the sky's the limit for this guy. He could still keep on improving, but he's still a terror right now as it is. Uh, so I'm definitely going to be covering him in the breakdown. Uh, what about you? What about offense? Who else besides the quarterback position and flux for, for the Browns? Uh, you know, I, I covered the run game. I really like the run game. Um, you know, I really like Ernest Johnson. That is somebody that I really like. I really like that him as a player. Like I wanted to look I wanted to look up his contract because man, can he run the football? What and number he, is he? Uh number 30, the guy who ran the ball all over the Broncos. Um but it's not just a Broncos game. After that game, they keep giving him the football. I mean, he had some really good runs against the Ravens last week. 
that I was like, okay, yeah, I mean, that dude can run the football. And I think that's how a lot of the NFL teams miss on these guys because some guys are just great runners with, with the football in their hand. <laughs> they, they see things and they might not be the fastest guy. They might not be, you know, the biggest guy. And they might not come from the big school, but they can just run the damn football. And, you know, I saw that from the Lions guy today. He ran all over the Cardinals. I forgot his name. Um, but I mean, he came out of nowhere. He was uh, some undrafted dude. And he had, a hundred, I think he had 100 yards today. Had 100 yards uh, last week. You know what I'm saying? Like some guys could just run the football. And, you know, the, the Browns found one. And I'm interested to seeing when he, uh, uh, what he's doing in this offseason. I've been watching his tape. Because <laughs> that dude is a thousand yard back. And then they got Chubb too. So, I mean, that's what the Raiders have to focus on. They have to stop. The run game plays. If they don't, then Chubb. Yeah. you're talking about this other guy. Chubb is like this guy's a Chubb is a beast. You know, come on, that's a tough tackle. <laughs> yeah, hit yeah, a home but, run on you if you if, if there's a crease. You know, he can hurt, hurt you in a lot of ways. Yeah, but but Dearness Johnson, he he uh he brings the pain. So that's how they mix it up. So Dearness Johnson brings the pain, and then and then uh, Chubb brings the wiggle and both. So. That, that's the <laughs> – he brings the speed, pain, and wiggle together. That's what Chuck does. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the run game is special. I think the pass game is where you want them to pass the football because they don't have a lot of guys outside of Jarvis Landry. They really don't have anybody who can win outside. Um, who Jarvis who really Landry don't. also is on the COVID list for, as last time I checked. We don't know. We'll but I, I think he was early too, so that's what I'm saying. We don't know. Um, but I mean, if Jarvis Landry's out for them, it's gonna be a long day for them trying to pass the football because I don't think other guys can't separate like at a high level. It's gonna be tough for them. Before um, we even get into your, you know, breakdown, I'm sure it's gonna be just great run blocking, fantastic run blocking, and just questionable passing the ball. You got to make this team pass the ball, right? Like, yeah, that's you don't even have to watch the film to know that, right? Like this is not a high octane passing offense, so it's about stopping the run. Yeah, hundred percent. You got you got to stop the run first, right? You got to focus on the run. I'm going to show a little bit of how the Bears stopped it. I think I showed it on an earlier episode, but I'm going to show it again uh, of what they did to kind of start stop the wide zone. But with the Bear, what the Browns are doing, sorry, not the Bears. What the Browns are doing, they're running a lot more power, um, and then they're running a lot of uh, you know kind of flat throws and stuff like that to kind of minimize a little bit of Baker Mayfield and his mistakes. So what they're doing is, you know, they're running the play action and then, you know, getting linebackers out of their position because what they usually do is hit the – I'll show it. I mean, they hit the digs and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, they're mixing it up so they can keep moving the football. But I just I just think that the passing offense is just not that, you know, special right. at all. So. All right. So um, while you get that going, I'm going to, you know, sh- shoot us over to one of our sponsors for a quick commercial break, and then we'll get back to us. Did you just shave your balls and be whole? Isn't it time you got your smooth back? Get the lawnmower 4.0 from manscaped.com. <laughs> that always gets me wrong. It's hilarious. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> All right. I uh, wasn't expecting that. You weren't expecting that from Manscaped, were you? Okay. This no, is... no. It, it always gets me off guard, bro. It always gets me off guard. <laughs> All right, so let's get into this. Uh, let's get into this offense a little bit, though. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's see some. Um... All right, you got it. Yeah, I got it. it. All right, cool. All right, let's start with this run game. All right. So Nick Chubb, he's a special back. All right, I mean, there's really no no other way to put it. 
the dude is just special, right? We're going to be a good lot of small, slow motion runs. You see the wide zone here, boom, you know, always beautiful, makes the cutback. He always reads this perfectly, right? He rarely reads the wide zone wrong. Perfect wide zone back. He ran it in Georgia to effectiveness. That's why he's perfect for this offense. Kind of see how he made that cut, hit that cut back, right? So let's watch him again. Like I said, they, they run a lot more counter now. So, you know, you see like a little power counter run, right? Misdirection, boom. And then, you know, you see how he just, he just reads everything perfectly, right? He's always patient, boom, always takes the outside, takes the leverage, reads it, and then has the speed to get around the corner, get an extra, you know, seven yards, right? Turn 13 into 20 because this is his special talent. This dude's just a freak, right? I mean, this is basically what he is. He's a freak of nature, right? See the misdirection again, right? Same blocks. I mean, they love these to run this type of block, right? Patience. Look how he set it up. He says some Janovich, boom. Then he can cut back, break a tackle, still get five. So, I mean, this dude's just, he's just a special back, man. There's no, there's no other way to explain it. Special, special talent. And, you know, these Georgia guys, they love to have the stand-up stance. I don't know if they argue with their new running back coach, but uh, you see it again, they go reverse and he's going to read this perfectly. You see the patience. Once again, he always attacks the line. You always see how he always attacks the line before he bounces, right? Boom. Attacks the line, sets up his block. Then you see the jump cut this way. Then you see the jump cut back. Then he cuts it outside. <laughs> it's just nice, friend. Right, and, and that's why he's top five running back right there. He's just special. Filthy run, filthy run. Right, he's special with the football in his hand. But, you know, Dearness Johnson, I'm telling you, he's he's no joke, too. So you see him here, you know, he got the wide zone. Great job. He's just decisive. Cut back, right? He's just hard to tackle. Boom. Athleticism, you see the jump, you know, come back here. You see how he just hop, hops over this guy. Boom. Athleticism, just underrated. Right. He's pumped. He, he came to play. He, he's, he's like, I'm, I'm going to show out on national TV on Thursday night football. Right. Boom. See the power. Nice little power run straight up. He's a whole good cutback there. Right. Probably get a cutback to hit that earlier, but he still saw it with some good vision, good blocks. Darren Johnson, he's legit. Right. You see it here, here outside. A little more of the wide zone, outside zone. The Browns love to run, right? You see, just perfectly breaks the tackle, gets upfield. He said he brings the pain. <laughs> I'm saying both these guys are legit. And, and you know, Darius Johnson is not on the COVID list, right? You see it once again, gets skinny, breaks the tackle. It's, it's just good. I can go on. Right? Boom. Gets skinny, breaks breaks the tackle from the defensive tackle. Just legit, legit running the football, right? And, you know, but I love how the Bears play this, right? So you see how the Bears are playing for this wide zone, right? And I know I know the Raiders don't have Khalil Mack, but, I mean, they could have. But <laughs> see, see how Khalil Mack keeps that outside? We'll come back to this, right? See how he plays this? He's playing for the wide zone. He's trying to, you know, he's playing the bounce, basically, right? So then Rokon Smith, he comes and plays what they call, you know, the straight up design of the run. And then you see the back end defensive end right here. He's playing the cutback, right? So he's playing the cutback. Just kind of breaks it down. You got to keep that gap integrity against the wide zone. Yeah. Yeah. You see it one more time. Here we go. 
same thing, right? You see the same thing. So you see he's trying to uh, play the bounce. You got Kula Mack, he's playing the cutback. I mean, there's better blocking here from the Browns. So he's able to get upfield a little bit, but you still still see how they're going to be able to keep this about three yards, right? Just good play. And that's what you want to see, right? That's what you want to see from uh, the Raiders too. I mean, they have to come play their run, maybe play some, uh, some under fronts and make this happen. So let's talk about the Browns passing game here. Right. And, and the Browns, like I was talking about, what they're, what they're doing lately is because teams are playing these play actions and playing all these play actions they've been doing since Kevin Stavansky has been there. They're, they're hitting these running backs and these tight ends underneath a lot more often. So we'll check out this play. I really like this design. See, this is a, you know, they get all these drags going one way and they open this up for Kareem Hunt. Right. Nice little play. Get him right there. It's a first down, though. Right. And you see it here, the tight end screen. Tight end screen is the same way. So I really like this design, right? Because you get the play action, right? And you, you get the crossers. You see the crossers, right? You see, you get Patrick Queen. He's right there in the middle playing that crosser. So you're coming back. He's playing that crosser right there. But that leaves the tight end wide open, right? Because he's so worried about these action crossers. So that's how they're getting, that's how they're getting teams right now. Boom, quick nine yards right in the red zone. Close to a first down, but that you know Patrick Queen was so worried about the linebacker, so worried about the crosser from Jarvis Landry because I mean that's what they like to do on play action, hit those crossers, play action. He's so worried about it. You see it once again. He's pointing, but it's too late. He already missed it. There's Austin Hooper. So I mean that's how, that's how the passing game is working right now. You know they love these screens too. Screen, hit Nick Chubb on the screen. Get a quick little five yards on first down. And, and they love sticks. So they do like 800 sticks variations. I've never seen these many sticks variations in, in my life. Okay. But they love some sticks. Okay. And, and I, I think it's, you know, when you run sticks, it's more because you're trying to minimize what you're trying to do on offense when you don't have a lot of talent outside when you're running all these sticks variations because you're trying to get the ball out of the quarterback's hands quick. Okay. Mm -hmm. So sticks is simple. Right. You know, your simple quick outs, quick sticks. Right. But, you know, sometimes they run go routes out of it. But you see the tight ends are doing the same thing. So the Raiders have to be prepared for it. when they're in this these this lineup right here, this 12 personnel, this look right here, it's probably sticks. It's, it's, yes, there's sticks. Right. You see it. Quick throw to Austin Hooper on the sticks route. So you see the route formation. You can watch it one more time. I mean, sticks is super boring, but we're watching it. <laughs> there you go. Quick sticks right there. I think the beauty of that play call, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting your, your breakdown here, but the yeah. beauty of that play call is it takes that corner out of there. That corner can't drive and like trap that out from yeah. the tight end, you know, because uh -huh. he's got to stick on his side too. So um, yeah. I, it, it's a great play. It's a great quick game play, you know, unless you're playing like press man to man coverage and out beating sticks. Yeah, exactly. So, but I mean, they're in the Raiders playing cover three. We're going to see a lot of sticks. They're going to run the sticks, sticks a lot. But like I said, they got a lot of variations off it, right? But I, I like how the Ravens played it this time. As you see, you see Bowers, he comes off, right? But there's sticks to this side. But, you know, based on the coverage, Mayfield, he came to his left, right? But you see how Bowers, he comes off, kind of takes away that route, makes, you know, Mayfield, I just get rid of that football. So, yeah. So, I mean, there's defensive adjustments you can make to that. But I mean, it's something that 
the Raiders have to be ready for. And this offensive line is good. I, I don't know. I don't know who's going to line up, but you know they got Bill Callahan over there, so they're going to be they're going to be ready to go no matter who's over there. Yep. And they give Baker Mayfield plenty of time. Okay, it is just he he makes sandwiches back there sometimes. He doesn't like the pocket too much, which we'll, we'll go over in a second. But he loves to make some sandwiches back there, right? He just look at all this time. He's just you know, he's got this, look at this room he's got, right? All that room in the pocket he has. <laughs> and they're just, it, it. I mean, I mean, Willis probably is the biggest weakness, but I mean, all these other guys are, are pretty standout. 66 as well. I mean, he's a young player. Um, I mean, you can attack the guys from the outside, but inside they're pretty legit. I mean, they have a really good offensive line. So Jarvis Landry is one of my uh, underrated receivers in the league to me. I, he just gets open. As you see right here, I'm going to bring it back. So I just route over time, man. He just, he just works people in the slot. So he's going to be a big handle for Nate Hobbs is Jarvis Landry, right? Because yeah. he's going to do you in the slot. He can win outside too. Here's Sticks once again. I'll tell you the same look. Here's Sticks again. But this time we're going to see a nice little rough from Jarvis Landry. And Baker Mayfield has a good connection with him. See, Baker Mayfield anticipates to get out of, gets it out quick. I mean, it's not the greatest throw in the world, but I mean, he got it out there, Jarvis Landry. And it, I, I love this route right here. Look, look at this. Ugh, nasty. Oof. And he, you know he, he's not he's not like he's not super sexy he's not like Devonte Adams it's just like a fundamental route you know what I mean it's just like it's just like fundamental it's just like <laughs> if you if you if you design the route how it's supposed to be run that's Jarvis Landry you know what I mean it's not too yeah. much wiggle it's just perfectly run but you know and then there's there's the man here Baker Mayfield right which I expect to play when I talked about it he's gonna play I, I really feel like he's gonna play this game and you just gotta keep him in the pocket because he likes to get out he's not a fan. He's not a big fan of the pocket. He's just not. So, you know, let's go back to this. Watch this real quick. You know what I'm saying? Just a good job, you know, just getting out. He has a good feel of pressure. He, do, he does have a good feel of pressure, so he's not going to fumble or do things like that. But you just want to keep him in the pocket because he doesn't like it. Right? So, you see, you know, he, he can feel it and he can get out. Right? So, that, that's kind of what he wants to do. He, he doesn't want to stay in the pocket very long. He wants to get out and make a play. Right, so but I, I want to show this play, right? Because uh stop it right here. Let's go back. So you see how, how the Ravens play this, right? They they show blitz, right? But they end up just kind of rushing three. And then you see Owe, right? Number 99. He's gonna kind of do a spy. So they're rushing three, playing a spy, right? So then once they beat 66, right? And you know, Mayfield, like I said, he has good feel in the pocket. He does. Right, so he's he's able to get out, but here comes Oway. Right, he's got to get rid of the football. Mm. So you want to contain him. You want to keep him in the pocket. That's what you want to do because I mean, even sometimes in the pocket. I mean, there's some elements to Baker where you can see why he was the number one pick in the draft. Right there, this is a great throw. I really like this throw right here. Step up in the pocket, get rid of it early. Good anticipation, right to the guy who who he thought he doesn't need anymore. <laughs> I mean, watch the tape. You clearly did this guy. Uh, I mean, he definitely would have helped you down the stretch here a little bit, maybe, in my opinion. Maybe just work out with them outside of practice. I don't know. You just get that timing down. This is something right here. Boom. Good timing. You see him climb the pocket there. It's really nice. I mean, so the talent's there. Like, you can't sleep on him. That's kind of what I'm trying to get. You like, do not sleep on Baker Mayfield. All right. Because if you sleep on him, he can beat you. You want to plan to beat him like he's a pro quarterback because he is he's he's a legitimate nfl quarterback 
right? Uh, you know, I, I think he's a legitimate top 15 starter. And, you know, you see by these throws right here, that's a good throw, right? And he hits that honey hole right in the cover two. He sees it. It's just, he's just not, he's just not a fan of the pocket. He's not a fan. But you like, like, you're not just throwing the sail route, right? To Njoku, right? A little bit throw under pressure. See, it's a nice throw right there on time, right? So, I mean, if it's on time, in, in rhythm, he can make some good throws, but sometimes he could just sometimes he's just inaccurate outside of the outside the numbers. That's what you want to get him doing. That's why you want to get him to throw because if he keeps throwing, he's going to give you some. And you see, kind of right here, why he's a little wide in the base. See that? Look at that. It's kind of the same thing that happened in college. He hasn't really fixed that wide base he's got. And then he anticipates this. And he one one another thing you don't anticipate the Odell Beckham. You got to let him do his little wiggles and. Ugly. This is like he did an unnecessary. Like was un, I mean, he's not supposed to do that. He's supposed to just be out the break. That's what Mayfield's expecting, and then he also throws a pick, but it still is a bad throw, anyways. Right, and then you see him kind of here with Jarvis Landry. He's in, trying to anticipate this throw. It's good, you know, he, he anticipates it, right? But then it's just that wide base again, and it's just ugly. <laughs> just threw it right to the corner, even though he. It was good timing and everything, but sometimes he just has that base. And, like, I want to show this play again because I really like what the Ravens did here. So the Ravens like to, like to run this blitz where um, they run this against the Raiders, right? Where they kind of overload this side and they come over here and, um, you know, they kind of overload and kind of create a, a three-on-five matchup, right? But the Ravens did a little something different because this is what I was talking about, keep him in the pocket. So let's watch this. So they get that same look, but they all don't come, right? They kind of just like slow rush it. It's a slow rush. They're not really blitzing. They're keeping him in the pocket because, like I said, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like getting there because, he, like, if he gets out of the pocket, look, there's, there's 36. He's about to come over here, so he's got to come back up, right? And he doesn't like it, so he resets and he makes a terrible decision. So that's the key. The key is to keep him in the pocket, and, you know, I just want to talk about, like, some of the other receivers. They just don't, they're not getting the separation that, you know, you really want to see from these teams. So, you know, uh, that's really what the Browns are at this point. You know, um, they're a running football team. But you just can't really sleep on Baker Mayfield, all right? can't really just sleep on him. You can't let him just kind of sit back there and, do what he wants to do and kind of move and get out of the pocket. You got to be ready for him, right? And you got to keep him in there. Make sure that he is in there and make him go through his reads because he's uncomfortable staying in there for a long period of time. One, I think one of the reasons I think is because he's short, right? So since he's short and he hasn't figured out how to, you know, do the Drew Brees thing, which is like stand on your toes or do the Russell Wilson thing, which is like find a lane, find your lanes to throw to and find your perfect lanes to throw whenever you want to, whatever you want to do. Right. Uh, or if you find, or like Kyler Murray, who's, you know, he found his lane when he was like 15, he figured out how to find lanes when he was playing at five, five in Texas with a bunch of <laughs> NFL office tackles, you have to figure out how to find your lanes. And I don't think Baker Mayfield has really done that. And I think that's kind of why he doesn't like staying in the pocket. And that's why you want to keep him in there because if you can slow rush him, and don't try you don't you really don't want to try to sack him and like get crazy and you know strip the ball or whatever you want to keep him in there and make him like go through his reads and and really you know 
play the quarterback position. You know what I mean? I, I kind of feel like it's you, you, what you really want him to do. So, yeah, I mean, you also showed some interesting things that I'll comment yeah. on. Uh, um, it looked like the, the Ravens were playing three deep safeties against him in some of those yeah. clips where he was struggling. Yeah. Um, like a near interception and I think a sack that he, or the, uh, the away pressure that he threw the ball away. Yeah. Um, they're like, they're doing some things back there in the secondary that if you don't respect that quarterback, you don't do those things. Okay. You yeah. just play your thing, right? If you don't respect that quarterback, but if you respect that quarterback, you think, okay, there's a chance that some he can make something happen here. That's when you get into a three deep safety look and you, your defense is really hard to understand what's happening. You, to confuse that quarterback. So I think, you know, just from that, it looked like teams would definitely respect him. You also, it's just like glaring. These guys are getting no separation, right, his, his receivers. And if you're telling me he's short back there so he's having a hard time finding passing lanes, I would also, also argue when he is getting that glimpse, it's a not open, right? Yeah. So he's like, oh, I have to buy, you know, buy more time, buy more time, right? Um, so – yeah, he, he's in he's in he's in a tough situation as far as like trying to you know win passing the ball. Definitely level of difficulty is a little higher for him. Uh, Jarvis Landry also I don't think is a guy who can get consistently open from every spot. Yeah, he's gonna win underneath and in the slot, but it's about just like tackling him. You know, yeah. like he's gonna he's gonna have like ten catches for like thirty yards. You know, like that's his stat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh-huh. but, um, of course, I, I say that he'll go off for like 100 yards against the Raiders, right? But exactly. um, but I, I'm just saying like he's not a game breaker, but he's how they move their chains with Jarvis Landry, you know. But other than that, in the passing game, like it's a non-factor. It comes down to the run game. It's gonna be really interesting. You've shown 12 personnel looks. What the Raiders do if they're gonna stay in base all game, like the like Paul Gunther did, you know, in pre- last year in previous years going up against this team when they are, you know, like when they're built the way they are in, in terms of their run game, their zones, their zone scheme, you know. Um, so I get, I'm, I'm anticipating a bunch of base. And if there's a bunch of base, that means I don't know how much Nate Hobbs we're really going to see. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also it, it's really going to come down to is Denzel Perriman back. Cause if it's Corey Littleton having to play middle linebacker up against this like heavy, heavy run team, there's a really good chance they're going to run right all over us. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's, that's their plan anyways. I mean, that's their plan for every game is to run all over you. I mean, that's, that's what they want to do. I mean, that's, they're not, they're not trying to pass the football. I mean, that's not their goal. Their goal is not to do the, you know, let's step back and, you know, do the drops. What's going to happen is it'll be the first play of the game. They're going to hand the ball. I mean, probably a lot of the first downs are going to hand the ball. I mean, that's what you have to, you have to stop the run first. You have to get them in third and longs. You know, you have to get them in those situations because if they're in the third and shorts, I mean, they'll, they'll probably try to do a lot of sticks. Maybe if they threw a throw on first down, that's why I was showing the sticks. You know, I hope the Raiders are ready for that. I mean, they have, they have to be ready for those type of things. And maybe they, they switch to a little cover two or something and, and try to switch it up or do something to kind of be ready for that type of, I don't know, something, some kind of trap coverage that could work in there to kind of get ready for those type of stick looks where they can you know, jump on those because, I mean, it's all over the tape. And, like, even the deep They're not going to jump it. They're not going to jump it, bro. <laughs> they don't jump it. They don't jump. I'm just okay. wishing. I'm wishing over here. You're wishing. I'm wishing. They're going to play, gonna play cover three 93% of the snaps. Guaranteed. I know, because okay. he's, he's probably not going to respect Baker Mayfield like that. He's probably not going to give, like, Baker Mayfield the – 
because Bradley has a he has like a respect. I just think it's like the pass the passing game isn't something that you know you'd have to throw a bunch of coverages at. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. But you know, I don't know. I, you know, they just got to be ready for those looks. I think yeah. you got to be ready for those plays when they see those those the twelve personnel. Either either it's a run or it sticks. You know what I mean? And uh, you have to be kind of ready for the for that for that type of. I think Demar Diablo is going to be out there, and I think that this is going to be a big game for him. This is a, this is an offense that likes to get bunches and stacks, play action. You got crossing routes. That's the weak side linebacker in this defense. Mm-hmm. Demar Diablo. That's going to be a big. It's going to be a big game for him, and we're going to find out how ready he is to like take that step as a, as a starter. Um, I'm hoping that he plays. I'd like to see what he's got. You know, we know we've got in Littleton uh, at this point, um, and I don't. I don't know if he's going to have that physicality that you need, honestly, to play in this game against the run. You know, you're showing me that guy 30. Okay. Um, he looked pretty good. How tall is he? He's like Who? six feet. Who? The other, the other Browns running back. I don't know how tall he is, bro. I have no idea. He looked, he, Who? yeah, he, he looks good. He looks like a real back, real NFL back. Well, like pretty good stuff. So the Rays yeah. are going to have a handful of linebacks that have to come play. Mm. All right. Anything else that you want to talk about? Here we uh, no, no, man. Um, you know, I, I think the the Raiders defense just has to be ready for the run game. I think if they stop the run, they they cannot control this game. I mean, that's really to be at the end of the day. If you stop the run, because that's what the Bears did, even though Justin Fields got d- demolished. I mean, the Bears were still in that game the whole time because they controlled their run game, right? And then right. made them beat them through the air, and they were able to control the game. Okay. And uh, that's what they have to do. And the Raiders' run defense is pretty good, man. I mean, they're 16th in DVOA, and the Football Outsiders are against the run. They're pretty efficient against the run. I think when they want to stop the run, they get KJ right. I don't know if Perryman's going to – I don't think Perryman's playing, right? Um, yeah, I, I don't know yet. We're going to find out, I guess. Yeah. You know, uh, he got he got a better chance with the game being pushed back. You know, they definitely are going to need him. You know, uh, yeah. that, big, that big touchdown that Kansas City scored last week is because, you know – in my opinion, because Perryman wasn't in on the ground, so uh, so yeah, I think yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're we're gonna find out. But the defense does stop the run situationally. Yeah, it stops the run uh, when they want to. You know, it's like when they don't really want to, when they just want to rush the quarterback. That's when you see some of these teams that don't usually rush for a bunch of yards all of a sudden have like a hundred twenty yard back or something like that against the Raiders. It's because yeah. they're like, eh, we don't care. Yeah. Yeah, that's what <laughs> that's why I think this game. You can't this game. You can't this game. That's why I think this game they're they're gonna do well and stop the run because I mean that's why they were able to slow down Washington too because they were like okay if we stop the run and you know and we stop Terry we can hold them so right I mean it's really <laughs> it's kind of the same way with me like if, if you if you can stop the run and you can control Jarvis Landry then it's gonna be hard for them to do football yeah it's easier said than done with the, with this. Great blocking scheme and these great backs. These yeah, they, they got they got like the, the great zone back of all like whether like uh <laughs> Kyle Shanahan is trying to figure out how he can trade for Nick Chubb every single time he watches his film. <laughs> <laughs> how many fir- how many first round picks, John? Do, what do you think for Nick Chubb? How many? How many? <laughs> you give him like fifty million, bro. He just. <laughs> Hand it off to him all the time. All right, all right. Anyway, he'd also he'd also easily have two grand. You know, he'd he'd be in the two thousand yard rush above Rashad oh. Shanahan for sure. Crazy, crazy. All, all right, right here uh, let's sh- uh, shoot it over to an ad, and then 
Uh, we will get back over to the defense. jump into this i'm going to talk about the defense here um you know for for the for this game you know what we're what we're going to be seeing here is a really good use of zone spacing okay and what i mean by zone spacing is this team is really disciplined on the back end okay and i'll, and I'll show you an example here they're playing cover three buzz, cover three buzz. This is a curl flat defender. Watch where he is. He's at the very top of the numbers. Curl flat defender over here, top of the numbers. Hook player on the hash. This hook player on the hash. Everyone is on their landmark. It's not by, it's not um, by accident, it's by design, okay? And it allows for a team to be able to squeeze these zones here when you stick to your landmarks and you play that read and react style of football, you can squeeze these zones, make tough passing windows, and they do a great job of getting in the passing windows, this defense here, okay? Um, so this is another example. You see everyone kind of stick to their landmarks. Again, top of the numbers, hash, hash, right? So we see great discipline, doesn't matter who's really out there. and you know, what happens is it leads to a Lamar Jackson okay, sack. And you see him, he's looking across the field here. We got these guys staying patient back in this passing window instead of someone coming up here and jumping on this. That would be real easy, right? Instead of jumping it, they stay back here in that passing window. Lamar Jackson's trying to find it here. He's trying to find it here. He ends up taking a sack. Okay, try, trying to wait because the linebacker does such a good job just sitting back there in that passing window. Okay, and they do this. This is all over the tape. Okay, here's another one. Okay, I want you to watch these linebackers again. Where are we at? Top of the numbers, top of the numbers. Hash, hash. They do it every single time. Great discipline on this team. Okay, and you see this linebacker sitting back in here waiting, waiting, waiting. Okay, not jumping up here and trying to come up and get this easy money right here sitting back and being patient, okay? Maybe Lamar takes that. He has no option but to run it. Obviously, we're not going to see Derek Carr doing much of that um, in terms of, like, running for, you know, a bunch of yards or anything. So th this is going to hurt him. And then you see again here, this linebacker, what does he see in his field division? Does he jump this? No. He doesn't jump this. He stays back here in the passing window, do a great job staying disciplined. What does he do? He gets a, pay, you know, pass breakup for an interception right there. Okay, here's another one. Uh, this time they're in a too high look. Okay, and you see John Johnson. Okay, I think he does a great job of playing this technique to make it look like he's not going to actually, you know, get back deep here and bait this quarterback into throwing over the top of him over here. And you see John Johnson peel off on this. Okay, so they do it also in the secondary. It's not just the second level. It's not just the linebackers who can do it. Um, it's also the secondary, okay? And, you know, um, yeah, that's just another example of a great play that they, that, you know, that they made. And 
really the, the, the whole story about this defense is the pass rush. It comes down to Miles Garrett. Uh, here he is over here. He's just, you know, he's just an animal. He's just a beast. I was talking about him uh, earlier. You see him get chipped. He's getting double teamed, throws him off inside move, just body slams the quarterback. Like, what is this? Okay. Like he, he was blocked by three different defenders on that. Still gets a quick inside win sack. Okay. Here he is over here. Uh, again, here's, here's an idea. Probably don't just lose your uh, feet on the ground and try to cut block this guy. Cause he's going to kill your quarterback. If you do that um you know word for the wise okay and it's not just rushing the passer which he is really good at okay you're gonna see him also here vision on the quarterback you see his eyes he's looking he's looking at the quarterback he's gonna get his hand up you know get a piece of that ball force an interception right there great job um and then you know here's another one right here where again he's always maintaining that vision on the quarterback fights through that and gets a little bit on that, takes it off, you know, makes it an inaccurate pass because of just the fingertip that he gets on it. Okay. So he's a disruptive, super disruptive player, but it's not just miles Garrett. Okay. This whole team is it, 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 like, they all got pass rushes and who knows who's going to be in, who knows who's going to be out. Okay. But it's not just, um, it, it's not just miles Garrett. 58 can rush the passer. Jadavion McClaney, obviously he can rush the passer. This is a really good team uh, of pass rushes. Now, I would say the Patriots had the best game plan for handling the pass rush and Miles Garrett specifically. Okay. And what they did was they just a bunch of screens, a bunch of draws. We're going to get a little draw here. We're going to get a cut block and then a draw. Miles Garrett has no chance really to make an impact play uh, on this. They're just going to keep these guys at home, keep them from peeling their ears back. Okay. You have to, they're just going to, you know, uh, get the ball out super quick. Okay. Um, they, so their game plan really was to just take this pass rush, take a little bit off this pass rush, and you're going to see him here on a little reverse. Anything that they can do to make Miles Garrett stay at home, they did it, okay, and they prevented him from taking over that game as a result, okay? But still, easier said than done, uh, really. You know what I'm saying? Um, here, let me get up out of there. All right, cool. Uh, easier said than done. Miles Garrett is a beast, but, you know, we've seen uh, him take over games, you know, and judging off of what you were showing us last week about how the Raiders offensive line was handling, you know, the Chiefs uh, defensive line, I'm worried, really, because this is a really great defensive line. Yeah. And it is a spot drop team on the back end but they're very disciplined and they're very athletic. Okay. And if you look at Jeremiah Usakoramora, I'm I'm watching it. And I'm like, man, they're dying personnel a lot. Like they got this 28 guy down here, you know, safety in the box, right? And I'm watching it for like almost a whole game. And then I realized that that's actually JOK, the linebacker, right? And I'm like, okay, like their linebackers have speed. Like these guys are are there to stop the pass. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Number four, I think he might be out of the game with COVID as well. Uh, but his pass coverage was fantastic. I believe his his name was Walker. I think it was like Kenneth Walker. I think he's a linebacker. Uh, but his 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 zone drops were really good. They were they're not like great against the run. Those linebackers they're there to, to stop the pass um, because when that pass rush heats up, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be it's going to be a tough. Uh, it's going to be tough to really start running running the ball if if this team gets ahead on you. And 
what uh you know really what i came away with is thinking like this is a better version of the raiders defense this is a, it's a more talented more talented on the back end okay you got more impact players in the second level um and, and pass rush is better i mean you can't say miles garrett jadavion Clowney. Um, you know, the list goes on with these defensive defensive ends. That's not a better pass rush. That's like a better pass rush than basically anyone in the league, you know, in terms of edge rush. So um, this team has, you know, this team is is good if you let, you know, if you let them be good, um, you know, it's, it's really going to have to come down to be play, playing really smart football against them because they are so disciplined. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, these games, man. I mean, this this is a run the football game. This is really what this is. This is a run the football game. Um, the Raiders have to find a way. They have, have to find to. a way. They have to find a way to run the football. I don't know if they, if if Jacobs isn't trusting the line, then they got to get Barry Barber gone. I mean, I it's that's what they got to do. I mean, maybe get some Trey Regis gone. They got to switch it up. I mean, they, maybe they got to trust some of these young guys. The Trey Regis had a pretty decent run last week, um, late in the game. I mean, Peyton Barber did too. You know, the same offensive line. I know they're playing against the Chiefs twos or whatever, but I mean, they got they, they got to get some of these, you know, other players, other running backs going. I mean, they can't just depend all on Jacobs. If Jacobs is not getting it done, they, they got to give these other backs a chance. I mean, I feel like they're, they're like Jacobs, 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 because Drake's out. Like, nah, man, you got to kind of let that go. And uh, you got to get these other backs a little run. You got to get Peyton Barber a little run and maybe even get Trey Regis a little run if you like Trey Regis especially if they need to, you know, do some of these, you know, ch- type of run game, r- running stuff that they have to do because they got to mix it up. Um, they can't just depend on Josh Jacobs. And that's my opinion in this game. If they do that and he's not doing well and they keep trying to depend on him because it's going to be cold and, you know, it's going to be windy and there's, I mean, nobody's really going to be able to pass the football, right? It's not going to be an efficient passing day for anybody. Right. So, I mean, they're, they're gonna have to make some big throws at some some points, but I mean, they're gonna have to try to keep this game close, and you know, to the point where you know the quarterback has a chance to win at the end. I mean, that's that's they're not gonna have to try to blow this game out. I mean, I don't think this game is gonna take that way. I think they gotta just keep this game close, and you know, they just gotta, you know, go ahead and let it go. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. They're gonna have to run the ball a lot, and I uh, I agree it's questionable, but I think Peyton Barber, if he's active, I think you know he can also be a, a good option against this team. I think, you know, um, we've seen him be efficient because you got to be efficient on the ground against them. Because uh, yeah. you have to you have to run the ball against this pass rush. You have to get, run the ball. Uh, so even when it's like, oh, why are they still running it, you know, and stuff like that, it's like, no, you got, like, Miles Garrett will literally drop Derek R on his head. Okay, like, <laughs> yeah. you, can't do, you can't let that happen. Yeah. Uh, so you got you got to run the ball, right? Um, uh, so, yeah, so, but I think, hold on, we can jump into something else. Is there, is there something floating around out there about Marcus Mariota potentially starting this game? Is that, I, is that just a rumor? No, that was just on, that was on uh, Tierney and Tiki. So what happened was Tiki and Tierney, and Tierney said there's been there's been rumblings that Marcus Mariota was going to play or something like that. But basically he was just chastising one of the Raiders fans for wanting Derek Carr to stay on the team. <laughs> basically – you know, because I mean, what is a rumbling though? I mean, Paul Gutierrez for ESPN has been dying for Mark Murray to play for the longest, but so you know, I would just say if that did happen, if that did happen, it would be to to not get car hurt. Like 
that that's what it would be about. Like yeah. we see what we saw what the offensive line was about, and now they're going up against even a better defensive line this week. Um, so if if they do bench Carr, it's not because like they think Marcus Mariota has a better chance. It's like literally just to like protect potentially like what could be a part of you know uh, a trade potentially in the future, or if you know Marcus Davis wants really wants to keep Derek Carr, maybe he's like <laughs> calling call you know. Uh, Bisacchian's like, hey, don't put him out there. I, I I don't want Car to get hurt. He's part of the future here. Maybe that's Mark Davis saying that. Who knows? So uh, that that's that would be my gut reaction because, yeah. What I would say to that is, I, I mean, but what about Marcus Mariota? I mean, what about him? That's what I would say about that. Like, what about his future? I mean, I mean, everybody just wants to throw him out there and just like, oh, so he can entertain us and run around. But I mean, he takes a lot of sacks, and you know, he's. I mean, even when he had a good offensive line, I mean, he took forty-five sacks a couple years ago with the. I mean, everybody loves PFF offensive line grades, top nine offensive line. He's going to take sacks. And then, you know, especially with the interior pressure of this team, he's going to start bailing. He's not going to feel it. And then, like, the last game that he played, he was only under pressure five times out of his 28 dropbacks. So that's why he played so well. And, you know, he's run this offense before. So, I mean, it's nothing really new to see. I mean, if you really want to go watch it, go to 2018 and watch the Tennessee Titans. But I mean, what about him? Yeah. I mean, yeah, we just want to throw him out there for our entertainment because we don't like Derek he's Carr. Got, that, but that, that, that's that's kind of I feel like. Right? He's got to I mean, have a current rem- resume. He's got to have a current resume. No, you got twenty twenty tape, bro. That's all you got. I mean, why not? <laughs> he, yeah, has he has one game. He has one. No, game. no, he's got some zone reads. Okay, okay. He's got some all zone right. reads, some first downs. Yeah. He's got he's, tape. So he's got some. He's got tape from this year. Like, too, what about him? Like, we just want to throw him out there and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, 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 he's not. Zay Jones <laughs> is not magically going to get open. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, and one, he's not a three step drop guy, so they got to go back to five and seven step drops, and they got to change the offense a little bit. You can't, you can't do that against. He's good. Yeah, yeah. He's good. Yeah. You're gonna get him yeah. killed. And then, and then, and then when he gets hit too, which is what a lot of people don't know, when he get he gets hit, he kind of starts just bailing and just not letting he's not going through the play and all that stuff so you know i mean the people just never watched him but they just want to get him killed too that's what what i feel like you're gonna get him killed too like people they just want they just want to be entertained which is fine fine you want to be entertained you want to watch a guy run around and any chance this offense that's fine that's fine i don't that's that's what you want to do you want to be entertained that's cool i'm cool with that but what about him he's you know he's what I don't know. Any chance this know. offensive line has like sacks up and and plays a lot better than we're expecting? No. I mean this week? Yeah, this week. Maybe. I don't know. It, it all depends on their game plan, man. I mean, they have to got so a game plan is, this. Got a game plan good. Yeah. Yeah. What happened is, I mean, they that's what they're doing all these screens and stuff and these three-step drops because they're trying to keep the offensive line from getting beat up cuz John Gruden just didn't care at the beginning. He was like, we're going to do five to seven step drops. Let's go. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> you know, Derek, you have to deal with it, right? And, you know, it led to a lot of big plays, but at this point in time, they can't do that. So, I mean, if if they if if they try to go to that three-step drop or, you know, try to go to five and seven, they're going to be in trouble. They got to run the football. That's the, that's the only – that's the answer. So, but. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, hey, we're coming up on an hour right now. Uh, okay. I, I'm gonna have to close down this show before my wife starts coming in here and starts screaming at me. All right, guys, uh, Raider Nation, <laughs> we appreciate everyone for tuning in uh, to the Tape Don't Lie Raiders Film Channel. Uh, make sure you also cop the Tape Don't Lie gear at the Bonfire website. Um, Marcus is repping repping TDL right now. You can show everyone that you're the smartest Raiders Raiders fan that they know repping the TDL gear. 
Uh, also, make sure you visit Manscaped for 20% off plus free shipping by entering the promo code TDL at the checkout. That's it, Raider Nation. We appreciate everyone for tuning in. I'll let you. Peace.